the wake of a long and terrible war, our story awakens. With a future that is challenged by evil forces and tempered by powerful magic, a world struggles to find its destiny. A destiny which you now find yourself a part of, as the prophecy has foretold. These are the savage tales of Eberron. Now, settle in and prepare yourself for the thrilling adventures of our brave crew as they seek to make their own fate on this week's episode of Mourners of Lazar. Welcome everyone, I'm Ellie, playing Dana. Ernesto here, playing Truco. I'm Michael with Torlin. And I am your Dungeon Master, Philip. Welcome to Savage Tales of Eberron, Mourners of Lazar campaign. Um, our guest player, Ian, unfortunately, won, uh, tonight was supposed to be his last session. However, life has uh, done its thing and he was unable to make it tonight. So he's uh, not here to finish out a little arc with Patch. Um, but with that, our background question for tonight is, what is your favorite solo hobby? What do you most like to do when you're hanging out by yourself? Well, I've, uh, I've kept a journal for many years. That's just part of the normal day-to-day -day of sorting out your day and, and planning for the next. But something I started, uh, started doing in that as well probably when I was about 11, 12 years old, was adding little sketches of stuff I saw during the day, you know, kind of into the margins. If I saw a weird bug or if I went down to the river, I just do a little drawing in there besides, uh, besides my thoughts for the day. And then when I was with House Dennis during the war, well, it's a, it's a credo that a lot of a soldier's life is to hurry up and wait. And while we were waiting, one of the things some of the others and I used to do was tell a story with a picture together, you know, where someone would draw, draw a little something and then we'd keep passing the paper around and the next person would add to the drawing and the next person would add to the drawing. And after five years of that, I, I got to be a pretty decent hand with the sketch pad. So that's something I still do today. It's, it's nice, you know, it's, um, it's good to have a portable hobby with a life like mine. <laughs> and well, I still keep that journal. Yeah. Maybe now that I've got my own cabin on a ship, maybe one day I'll start doing some larger sketches. Now they've got a place to put them and a place to call home and stay a while. I just think when you get the cabin girl, you could stand at one side of the cabin and speak and your cabin boy can dictate, uh, uh, right, inscribe in your journal on the other side. It could be so much more efficient. <laughs> no, uncle, I'm afraid that the thoughts in my journal I'll keep to myself, but thank you. Um, well, that's an interesting hobby there, uh, Dana. I, if I have to say like writing that much, uh, it, it, it's, uh, yeah, no, thank you. Uh, but sure that's that's good i in my part um one of my hobbies um that i do when i find myself myself alone sometimes um whenever i'm up like when i was a rigger in my previous ship uh, whenever i had time alone maybe during the night maybe at the um yeah i'm bored 
And and I would say when I was on Metro, one of the first ways that I tried to got uh, some income was uh, by juggling. Uh, I first started like finding small pieces of rubbish here and there in the city and, and trying to make them as they were balls and just like trying to juggle them, right? And, and I was just adding one, then two, one step was this, of course, but then two was, and my age was a bit difficult now, it's quite easy for me, of course, then three, four, five, seven, uh, then I started to add knives to the to the mix, and then I started to add more dangerous stuff, right? And then I, whenever I got to the ship, and then started to practicing with the balance of the ship and trying to stay there. And I'm still struggling with it. Sometimes I was trying at one point doing like in the like in the ropes, trying to stay like uh, like with one uh, one uh, leg up and just trying to juggle them in the in the air during the night of the at the sh at the ship and i remember one of the knives fell off and i was i was at the crow's nest and and i remember one of the other members of the crew just uh, hopefully it didn't hurt anyone but it was a close enough situation that i got a warning and then people start watching started to watch at me more and not i mean i couldn't do it anymore i mean that I, I did sneak out and try to do it a couple of times but yeah that was a hobby that i had i have and hopefully i can still getting better at it no just don't juggle any knives up in the rigging while there's anyone below you okay i uh, yeah that's an experience an experience that i learned i hopefully i i'm good enough that i don't hurt anybody but i still can do it and no juggling torches on the ship either. Oh, I never tried torches. <laughs> oh, wow, that's a nice idea. Thank you, Dana. Anytime, my friend. Um, Ernesto, have you, quick sidebar, have you ever seen an old Burt Lancaster movie called The Crimson Pirate? The Crimson Pirate? I believe not. Maybe if you, if I'm I probably. Think you, I think you would enjoy it, but that's a, uh, that's a non sequitur for later. Okay, text me the name so I can see if it, it if, maybe I saw it in Spanish, I don't know. <laughs> and recap from last session? Well, Kirko's is always surprising us. He juggles knives, he juggles who knows what else, and he has friends all over the place. One of them turned out to be this old gnome woman named Lorena, who's got a shop here in Cliff Scrape. Truco thought that she might be interested in in coming on board the Crown and Bill as a quartermaster. Turns out she's from Metrol. Turns out she was uh, placed in the Thieves Guild in Metrol and knows a good opportunity when she sees one. And I think I'm a pretty good judge of character. And it seems to me that her heart's in the right place, even if she's a bit of a scoundrel like my friend here. Well, Truco's... Uh, Truco's got a silver tongue. I'm no slouch either. Um, and we convinced her to join the crew. So, hey, we've got ourselves a quartermaster. I got a good feeling about this one. Um, she seems like a real good sort. And uh, I'm sure I'll enjoy watching her and Truco go at it from time to time. Well, unfortunately, our excitement was a little short-lived uh, after Torlin and Truco went off to try to get some more information about that shipwreck last night and unfortunately didn't come up with much more than 
more questions than answers, namely that Glib and Lisa, that pair who got us to check out the shipwreck, seemed to have been leading a rash of thefts and pickpockets at the docks here. The Bloody Blades, who came to confront us, have been causing more trouble than usual. And, uh, well, I went down to the docks to get some mail of my own and came back to the inn to find uh, a note from our friend Ruskell. Um, it seems that he uh, he found a, an offer he couldn't turn down. Wouldn't you know it, he was engaged to uh, to a lady in the Queen's Guard. And last, last they saw each other was on the day of mourning. He went up in the air, she stayed on the ground, figured that was that. And uh, while we were at Lorena's, turned out he got a sending from her. There was a ship leaving, he got on it. Uh, we'll, we'll all miss him, but if, hell, if I got a sending from someone telling me Mazella was alive, I, I'd have done the same as Russ. So fair winds and sailing to him. And uh, well, then life goes on, right? Next day, we had to go around preparing to sail in a few days. Uh, Patch and I went down to the market tried to gather up some provisions and all that stuff we're going to need for a sail to Regalport when uh, some of the Bloody Blades showed up and they were spoiling for a fight. Um, I know when I'm outnumbered, Patch and I took one look at each other and took off running, ran straight into some guards, kept running. Uh, Hope Hope Truco and Torlin are all right, but I've kind of got a bad feeling that they're in a similar pickle. And uh, we just got to make it back to the ship in one piece. (sighs) Never a dull moment. Nice. Thank you for that. Um, I will take everybody over to the chase scene. Uh, Last round, we had a Joker drawn. So um, those who could keep a card, have a card. Um, the rest of the deck is reset. I don't need that. So, uh, we will go to the next round. Um, so I got... Are we keeping our cards held over and then getting a second one or a complete I believe you were the only one. You had an extra card for the round and the Joker does explicitly call out. Everybody gets to keep a card if they have it. Um discard anything over one card um so you'll be for this round this is the third this is the third round correct yeah i was yeah. i was about to ask i believe yes um so you'll be dealt another card for this third round and you get to choose of those two which one you want to play and then they're both discarded at the end of the round if you don't use it it's not discarded unless <laughs> some other, some cards come up that explicitly say otherwise these individuals think... are fan freaking fantastic. I love them. This is great. Yeah. Also, I didn't know you can not use a card, or you have to. You have to. You oh. have to use a card. A card. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I'm like, if you end up no, with more than say... one, and one of them is junk, and you never end up using it, that's fine. But you have to play a card, each one. And also, right. this is not considered uh, like the regular action card initiative. So things like level-headed, quick, and that kind of stuff do not apply for chases. Cool reminder. Alrighty. I just remembered that this requires me to do a little writing. 
um, to figure out what everybody's card is. Unfortunately, we're not quite full on for Foundry support for the Savage Pathfinder Chase deck. So a huge yes. thanks to Phil for taking care of the details of that to make this happen. Yeah, deck support but, for Foundry is still relatively new and what's required because of the Chase deck stretches its bounds a little bit. Um, so all right. Um, if everybody's ready to reveal a card, they can reveal their card. Uh, not curious thing. I don't. I don't see mine. Uh, let me check. Maybe I. It's down. If you look down at the bottom, again, it's down. You should have a hand with the deck of yeah. cards. If you click on that. Do yeah, but I have. I have just my adventure card. Oh, you do not have a card. And nothing else. Oh, I think I dealt it to the wrong player. Did you get a card now? Yes, I do. Great. Okay. Um, everybody can go ahead and reveal the card that they're playing. If they haven't Eight. done ready. So I can see. So Truco's got a six of diamonds. Torland's got a six of spades. Spades go before diamonds. And Dana's playing the ten of hearts. So... Burnock's group is going first with the King of Hearts, which is Mighty Leap. Make an athletics roll at minus two as a free action. If successful, choose a participant who discards their hand. Um, discards their hand. Uh, not sure if that means you discard the card that was played or you... I think that actually means you discard any cards you would have still in your hand. Yes. Okay. Um, right. So since Ellie is in a different chase group, this would not apply. But if like you were in this group and I picked Ellie or Dana, um, you would have to discard that extra card that you have. Okay. It's one cool. of those cases where you this something tells you to chase uh, to get rid of the cards. So this group is suffering from uh, Torland's lower trait. So they got to make that's right. Got to make an athletics at minus. Two. That was a two. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not re-rolling that. I'm not bending that. So, um, they are not going to the ceiling tor as Torland has fallen down from, he climbed up the scaffolding, uh, tried to swing over on the shortcut uh, off a clothesline. The clothesline broke. He came crashing down on the ground and uh and that setup um since they have the same number of tokens with you as you they are even with you so uh they're actually going to attack you torlin um instead of making a chase roll they will not multi-action um i'm just rolling for them as a group so they're just gonna uh, i'm gonna make one fighting roll with a wild die uh to kind of count for the whole group all is according I will to my design. Give them a plus two for gang up. If you strike Torland down, he will become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. <clears throat> uh, seven's not super high, but I think that beats your parry. Um, so my question would be uh, if first strike ever comes into play in this stuff. No, it doesn't, because again, this is kind of like it's not like how level-headed and stuff like that doesn't apply. It's not combat in the sense that we're normally used to. It. All right, very good. Um, so seven, they'll take that. That's a hit. Um, 
Then I have to beat uh, a nine on toughness. Well, I'm Torlin is good luck. quite tough. Yeah, he is. Um, these are all just thugs. They mostly got clubs, so they did not get a raise. Pairs off my beard. Uh, eight. I will spend one penny on that. When ace on the d8. So 15. That is good for uh, success. One yeah, one wound. Norm Pearson. All right. So do you want to soak that give... or? Oh, yes. I'll give it a good soak. Got to give these things a good soak. So, what is that? Damage, so you should have a button that comes up that says soak. All right, uh, that's a five. So does that put me to shaken? No, because you only got dealt one wound, so that's a success. You soak the one wound, and if you soak all the wounds that are dealt, you uh, uh, remove the shaken condition as well. Awesome. Um, oh, I'm feeling spry. So yeah, I mean, so you fall down into a heap, and you know they're kind of like uh, they're not using any real good tactics or anything like that. So they're just trying to mob you, you know trying to club you a bit to get you to stop moving and uh you're able to like dodge some stuff and kind of push them back and throw them off and kind of get up to your feet and hold your ground um that was them so uh the next up what did you have danny you had the ten of hearts right ten of hearts yeah yep so you're up next then is this considered an encounter for the purpose of a once per encounter ability uh if you're talking about martial flexibility that is already active that oh um you you uh gave yourself free runner i accent i deleted free runner because i thought that'd come from my adventure card and it hadn't so i'm gonna slap that back on there um pull i'll pull that up in a moment um the ten of hearts is a no bonus to my chase roll, but does allow me to give a, one of my tokens to any other participant. So I'm going to say, as Torlin... Uh, the card is also named Delaying Tactics. And you can't do anything for Truco and Torlin, because they are in a separate chase. All right, then there is no point in me using this card. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, other than uh, you get to go, you can still yeah. make another chase roll. Yeah, I'll make my chase roll. Just going to drag in back Freerunner to my sheet so that it is active when I make the roll. There's no bonuses or anything that will apply. Uh, it's a plus two to athletics when doing the foot chase. Correct. It's not automatic. You're going to need to add it anyways. Oh, got you. I'm tracking what you're, what you're putting down here. All right. Plus two in better rules and... Here we go to keep running. That's an ace on the wild die. That is an 11. Keeping that? I just saw. Uh, that's, that's two tokens. Yeah, I'm keeping that. All right, that's my turn. Cool. And then next up, um, the guards chasing after Dana. They have the nine of clubs. Wrong turn. Complication. At the start of your turn as a free action, make an athletics roll or lose one chase token. Hmm. Athletics roll as a free action? Yeah. So it's they roll out a penalty or straight up. Oh, uh, there's no penalty for this because it's not a chase action. It's just a free athletics roll. 
Again, they're rolling as a group with the wild die and a four. That's a success. Um, so um, they misjudge kind of where Patch is going and where you're going and kind of take a stop and uh, take a wrong turn down an alley. But, uh, you know, one of the guards manages to see you in particular since uh, you're not so short in the crowd, Dana, um, and harken back and they get back on track and... Um, at this point, they're still trying to stop you for destruction of property and all that kind of stuff, mostly for... Um, what? what I do? I, both of you kind of... Uh, I seem to remember that's how the chase started. I don't know the specifics, so... Um, in that regard, they're just going to make a chase roll, but they're at a minus two because uh, they got stuck in a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a one. You gonna keep that? Yes. We got two bennies. Um, so yeah, they uh, that wrong turn they took has delayed them long enough that you have gained some significant ground, Dana. Um, that is then. So Torlin is next with uh, the six of spades. Yes, I certainly am. Well, uh, my card. I got a free reroll on an attack this turn if I attack something. But what's uh, the name of the card? Higher ground. Don't try it. Does that mean you're heading back up the scaffolding? Oh yes. All right. Well. Oh, get off me! I'll shout to these uh, scumbags as I throw them off into a pile of crates and climb up on one of these draping uh, market stalls that's at the base of these docks, and I'll get up on one of the houses and then leap down upon my foes with my halberd. So are you going to also want to make a uh, chase action this turn? Because if you do, that will be a multi-action. Uh, yes, why okay. not? I would just like to state so. for the record that I made an Obi-Wan joke about Torwin without knowing that Michael had the high ground card. Synergy. Many <laughs> for that. There we go. Uh, uh, where'd it go? Did it roll? I did not see a it roll. did not roll. There we go. There it is. Okay, well, that's not good enough. I'll have to penny it. That's a four. Uh, let's spend another penny. Yeah, Torlin doesn't want to run. Okay, that's a two. <laughs> well, actually, I will give you one of your bennies back because you got a free reroll on one attack this turn. Oh, perfect. I'll use another. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's a critical That's the hubris. <laughs> oh man, this is not the first time this has happened to Torlin. <laughs> this is not the first time this has happened to Michael. Yeah, and after three yeah. bannies. Um I jump off the top of the stall. And um you bring your halibur down. Uh one of the thugs like dodges out of the way and of course being in the docks and all that kind of stuff like that there's a bunch of crates and barrels nearby and you bring the halberd down on this uh solid crate snapping the haft of your halberd Ooh. oh no Ooh. um you still have a chase action this turn to, to make a run for it 
at minus two from the multi-action penalty. All right. Can I try and pick up the the broken haft? Um, I mean, yeah, sure. Right. Uh, athletics, correct? Correct. Okay, and that's a three. <laughs> um, and I'm forced to keep it. You, it takes you a little time to get the haft from the shock of it all, and... Um, yeah. Torland's still kind of Enough stuck said. with these guys. Truco with, uh, I believe you had a six of diamonds. Uh, yes. Uh, it's my turn? Yep. Okay, so I got a sudden reversal. I uh, will discard the card so it's more easy to see. Um, choose a participant who becomes distracted, then draw a chase card. So I guess that I get another card for later, right? Is yep. that how it works? Okay. Ba- basically, you'll get another card, so when I deal you another card next round, you have two cards, and you get to pick which one you want to play. Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, so uh, what I think is happened was happened last session, last turn, was that uh, narratively, like, we were, like, climbing up with Torland, and we got, like, you know, into some clotheslines, and we tried to, like, slip through at them, if I, if I remember correctly. And then we fall off because of a bad roll, right? So well, Torlin fall off, fell off. Torlin, technically, Torlin fall off. You did not necessarily fall off, which yes. makes sense because you're at two tick, two tick, two chase tokens. You're in front of everybody. Right. So I'm guessing that I'm still up there. I just like the the clothesline just got cut off. I hand myself into one window, and I see them trying to attack uh, Torlin, turning attacking back. Um, and I see like a bed sheet that is uh, still like waving in the air as it, it's slowly going down and I just like push it with one kick towards the group and that's how they get distracted and just like a bed sheet falling uh, onto the group. Um, okay, and is that on Burnock? That would be on the ones that were attacking uh, Tolan, yes. Yeah, they're, they are closer than the orcs, the orcs are a little bit further behind. All right. Uh, so they are distracted, and I will, um, I don't know, I want to, I will take a double action, or, yeah, double action, um, and I will, at one point, uh, use the distraction to throw a dagger at the leader, uh, Bernark, and another action to chase. Okay. So, first will be an attack, oh, let me... Take my shit out. Uh, you can actually we- click on Burnick and Thug's token. Oh, to that's item. cool. Yeah, yeah, I did that. Uh, let me. Whoop. Did I get a? I get a plus. I. I uh. You get a minus two, but they are but distracted. I, distracted, so you're essentially at a straight roll. Uh, true. Let me let me just check one second. Let me read the free runner, because. The climbing or in foot chases. Okay, okay, that's a plus two because I see the climbing or foot chases on the like the uh, knife roll, but it's not for that. It's for the chase uh, action, not for yeah. attacking. Uh, so yeah, I will do that, and I will. Um, he's distracted, right? So I get a bonus for this, if I'm correctly or I'm missing. That's the already calculated in. So that's already calculated in. Uh, great. Go ahead and, and actually uh, click on the two actions for the multi-action and uh, the numbers should all work out. Uh, two actions and uh, yeah, just just use that. 
Uh, that is a minus two because I have. No, no, it included included range for this. Oh, okay. Uh, so that should actually be. That's uh, a two, right? I didn't I didn't calculate things quite properly. So uh, that's a two. You rolled a four. Minus he two. Was he was distracted, so it's a four. Oh, it's a four. All right. Uh, uh, does not meet their parry. Yeah, no, I was I was about to say I want to use a Benny. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And also, just go uh, ahead and make a, go ahead and make a new roll. I, I messed it up by deleting uh, the range penalty. Oh, okay. Uh, and actually, untarget the token. So untarget the token. The range. Target the token. Also, I am. Oh, sorry. Untarget it. Untargeted. Okay. Uh, I'm quite forgetting here. It's uh, isn't that like when you are drawing something, the the you don't have to meet their parry. It's it's like a four that you oh, have to. Right. Just throw it. I play Savage Worlds. I do. Okay. Throwing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, had refold. Throwing gets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, throwing gets the same thing as shooting, where the target number is always four. Yeah. So yes. go ahead and roll damage. Uh, I, I still wanted to use a, uh, a Benny, so let me try that. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, still with the minus, with the two actions, uh, the two action penalty, but I have Elon. So I don't know what it doesn't count Elon, but that's a plus two and a plus oh. two because of the Elon, uh, that would be a right? seven. That would be a seven. Still um, not, not good yeah, enough for okay. a raise. But yeah, okay. That, okay. Go ahead and roll um, basic damage. Yeah, and also he's distracted, and I have a sneak attack, so I will get a plus six. Sneak attack anyway. only works with the vulnerable. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Uh, so I will aim for attack, and that is a humble three, three, uh, and I will uh, I will use a penny for that. That is another three, <laughs> and I will keep that because I don't have I don't want to waste my bennies. Uh So that's. The rolls are not with you right now. <laughs> yeah, they aren't. Uh, I mean, they were last session, so I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, and then I will just keep climbing. I just I maybe took advantage of maybe a window or somewhere and just get inside a building, maybe get outside of the other side of the building and try to, like, sure, I don't know, uh, do some shenanigans to escape. Uh, that will be an athletics roll. And I have a plus two because of free, now, free runner, but I have a minus two because of the two actions, so it will be a straight roll. Correct. Good. And that is a, a nine. Nine. That is a good for two more chase tokens. Excellent. I will keep that. As you get in a very advantageous position to make good your uh, freedom. Yeah, getting to a window. I go like I just jump into like a family's having just a nice dinner and I'm just jumping through it, just messing things out. Uh, sorry, just like I'm just getting to the other window and just jumping off. Um, decoy, discard two chase tokens and choose an opponent. Make an opposed smarts roll as a free action. If you succeed, discard all that participant's chase tokens. Um, I seem to remember that the orcs were coming after Truco anyways, um, initially. Uh, and something happened and reinforcements came and even more orcs came to kind of come after Truco. So they've kind of got a beat on you. They're ignoring Torlin a bit. I'm going to have this uh, opposed smarts roll against Truco. All right. 
Yeah, Truk is really smart. Truk is the smartest one of us all. Uh, four. You just get a four. You gotta beat a four. That's easy. Turns <laughs> out it is. That's an eight. That's an eight. So yeah, um, one of the orcs kind of like move, moves off towards Torlin, but he's looking up at you too much for you to kind of like um, fall for it as they really all start kind of trying to climb and uh, they seem to have beaten Norton Torlin. Um, but you gain, uh, you've gained so much on them. Uh, discarded that card. Everybody discarded their, discarded their card. And I remind, remember that. Thank you for that, Truco. That it's like when it's your turn, take your revealed card and discard it. Um, is the trick to making this work smoother. Um, so everybody gets one card. I gotta get a. Nana draws the red Joker. Benny's on the house, boys. Oh, nice. Nice. You have a second card, though, correct? Yes. Okay. Just after I've worked so hard to get rid of mine. So Dana's got the red joker. Yeah. Go ahead and reveal which card, whichever card you are playing. No, it says it says it was the black joker. Either way, it's a joker. Four hearts for the guards. Queen of Spades. Oh, I did discard it earlier. That's my bad. And the thugs. Uh, eight of clubs for the orcs. Truco's got the two of hearts. Torlin's got the five of clubs. I also might add that my card has an ongoing effect, uh, which is called uh, Wait for It, uh, which makes. All actions taken by uh, characters on my side uh, get a plus one roll. Get a plus one, basically. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so, Dana, are you wanting to go now? Yeah, I'm just going to go now. Um, uh, so also reveal your other card that you have. That I'm discarding? No, you don't discard it. The Joker, what it's, you actually play the other card in your hand and that narratively is the card you're working with. However, all your actions are to plus two. Everybody got bennies. All right. I have no, I don't understand how this is going to work, but here is that extra card that was in my hand. Two clubs, no way out. Start of your turn as a free action. Make an athletics roll, discard your hand. When it says make, does that mean I need a particular threshold of success or just literally make the roll? Uh, a four, typical success. Okay. And does the Joker bonus apply to this roll? Yes, it does. Uh, Truco's bonus is just for Torlin, or is it for all characters? Um, All characters on your side. Which would just be Torlin. Okay. okay. So here, uh, oh, I actually have an additional plus two because of free runner, so that's bringing me to a plus four on my athletics roll. So let's not crit fail, yeah? That is an eight. So what does, now just well, for past that I... Narr narratively, really, there was that action. Uh, nothing really happened because you have no further hand. However, gotcha. you can't take, um, a, you cannot take a chase action this round. You can attack or uh, anything of that nature, however. 
Uh, I have no wish to attack. I will distract. Um, yeah, at this point, Dana's just going to keep running along. I would like to kind of keep uh, shoving over any crates or barrels I find in my way as a distraction to the guards as a test. Sure, okay. Uh, that sounds like an athletics to me. All right. Well, with my joker bonus, that is a seven. It's a contested roll. Not bad yet. Uh, I do not need to re-enter my modifier, yeah? Correct, if you spend the Benny. Yeah, I'm going to spend a Benny. What do we got? We got the exact... Uh, oh, we got worse. We got a five. Um, yeah, one more. I want to I wanna run. <laughs> I want to get out of this. What's the worst that could happen? Boom! There it is! There we go. Snake eyes! Huh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, so, you call for it. Me. I called so, for it. I did. I did. And, well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a test. So, what is the, uh, yeah. Um, that is actually a good point. That was not your chase roll. It was not. It was a test. So, uh, you don't lose, uh, you don't lose a chase token for that, then. Um, so... Yeah, the test is its clearly not successful. And it's not successful because you start turning over some barrels and out of nowhere, this guy comes from the side and just tackles you down onto the street. The guy's kind of like rolling to some limbs and he goes just like, stop breaking my wares, what are you doing? And he's just like kind of um, all over you, just trying to stop you uh, quite successfully um, in that regard. And uh, I'm going to say next turn, uh, your action is going to be at a minus one. Okay. Uh, as you uh, essentially kind of come up from getting prone and detangle yourself from this person. All right. That's my turn. Um, and that's, it was red joke first. Um, Burnick's got the queen. That's the next highest up. Queen of spades. Corian's sight. Um, yeah, I mean, Torland's right there. Uh, participant with the fewest chase tokens takes one chase token from the participant with the most. So that is Torlin. So apparently, actually, the uh, orcs are gaining on Truco um, as they begin climbing up and focusing on it because the orcs are at no chase tokens, so they get one. Um, and um, again, uh, they are not going to multi-action. They're going to again attack Torlin. How about she? Now, uh, need to clarify how my complication card works. So well, my card it, dead end. It doesn't come into effect but, until your actual turn. So should. Yeah, but the one that I drew has an ongoing effect. So yeah, but that's not one you're playing on right turn? now. Um, okay. That's now in your hand to be able to use as a possible option for next turn. Okay. Okay. Um, so they are going to be attacking a Torlin. Again, I'll give him a plus two for gang up bonus. Oh, they're distracted. That's right. Uh, so that's a wash. I thought that was going to be a five and hit. It's, it's, it's a three. Um, you think a five hits me? Yeah, I think a five hits you. Um, you're, 
You're hard. You, you can take a beating. That's what Torlin is known for. He's he's not super hard to hit, but he's he can take a beating. Uh, I'm going to spend one betting on that. Uh, and even worse. Um, or no, exactly the same. So three. Yeah, they miss. Um, Torlin's holding his ground and kind of like getting some separation between these folks. And so they're not um, in an advantageous position. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then with that, I think Eight of Clubs is next, which is the Orcs. Um, rough ground. Oh, complication. All your actions suffer an addition minus two penalty, and they cannot make a chase action this turn. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Truco's Truco. I mean, climbing a scaffolding. I mean, that's no big deal. These Orcs, big and lumbering, are, are having much... Uh, they're not nearly as agile and having much more difficult time um, uh, advancing up this. Um, in some spots, their weight of them and, and everything that's happened so far has like damaged damages the scaffolding a little bit and some of them kind of fall down. Uh, so they're not able to make any ground on you at all. Um, and with, uh, I think with that, um, they are going to, uh, scream and intimidation towards you, Truco, um, to test you. All right. Try to make you distracted. And minus two. Ooh, there's an ace. That's an 11. Uh, do I so, contest that? Yeah, that would be yeah. a contested spirit. Yeah, spirit. Spirit. Okay. Uh, spirit, there we go. Have a D8. Uh, that is the tree that I will Benny. With Elon, which I get a plus two. Uh, and that is a 12. No, no, no that's not a 10. No, that's a 10. This I already a, got oh. the Elon oh, added to it. Oh, just yeah. so shy. One shy. Ah, uh, one shy. shy. Uh, What's um, the worst that could happen? I, I mean, I'm at so least close. it's not a raise, I, so you would only. It's be that's distracted. true. It's not a raise. It's 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 not a race, so I'm already get, get getting that. I, I will still use one Benny because I'm so sure that I, I must might as well try it again. As Beggar Dane once said, the traveler's pendulum always swings the other way. Yeah, yeah. Now it's swinging the other way. So yeah, no, I would keep that that ten. Give Torlin I love Benny that you that. incorporate the wisdom of Baker Dane into Torlin's <laughs> storytelling wisdom. It's awesome. Um, so Truco, you, uh, you, you become distracted with these, uh, shouts and these insults that are coming up to you about, uh, what they're going to do to you, uh, when they finally catch you, um, because of all the money that you, that you owe Burnick, um, and, uh, it actually is quite frightening to you at the moment, uh, leaves you a little distracted. Uh, so that was them. And then I believe that's now. Hey, Truco, you got the two of hearts, correct? Uh, I believe I did, yes. Yeah, two of hearts. Sorry, I, I already discarded it, so. Uh, oh, that's probably a little bad. too soon to discard. Yeah, oh. no, I already I did that at the, the first when I played the card, so I don't know why. Uh, but yeah. Um, but Torlin, you had the three three spades? Uh, I believe. I have. No, that's the card I drew. I have. A, Something of clubs, a three of clubs, a five of clubs, five of clubs. maybe. No, it's, it's a clubs. Oh, it is the clubs. So the three of spades is the additional card that I gave you. 
So you want to take that back into your hand rather than having that revealed. Um, so yeah, what's what's up with discard that three of clubs then? Or the five of clubs, actually, it looks like. Yes. Well, Torlin's been driven into a dead end. But he turns around and he sees that these yeah, this, brutes are just stumbling over each other. This is essentially a dead end because the orcs are starting to climb above you while you're surrounded by these uh, these other thugs. So it looks like my only chance is to barrel my way out. And uh, that's what I'll try and do. It says chase NA, so you actually cannot make a chase action this town. This oh, that's what yeah. that means. You cannot make a chase roll, so you can do something else. Um, uh, All right. Uh, I will distract uh, both groups. Ooh, that would be a multi-action to do that. Yeah. Well, they're both upon me. Look at that sloppy footwork. I'm going to run roughshod around you. And uh, I'll give them a... Uh, it doesn't sound like intimidation performance. Uh, I mean, I also consider intimidation taunts and things of the like. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's a five. Uh, and I suppose that'll go towards the brutes. And then another one. Uh, brutes roll a four. So they are distracted. Uh, and then the second one is a one. And I'm not going to spend a penny on that. Yeah, that's... You're kidding me? Not good enough for success. Um, you do kind of like... Um, the thugs are a bit surprised at this point at your ferocity and your ability to kind of hold them off. And then you taunting them and throwing this uh, back out them have, have left them all a bit uncertain about what's going on. Actually, uh, yeah. Um, and now it was Truco, the two hearts you had? Uh, two hearts, yes. Uh, the card is called, uh, as Aaron Byrne will say in Hamilton, wait for it. Wait for it, wait for it. Uh, sorry, just a reference. Uh, but yeah, uh, I already give a plus one to everyone's role, but I I hope that everyone remember that uh, for oh. their roles. Uh, that I don't know Torland if they apply. did not, or, although that okay. would not have changed either. That would have changed the outcome. Okay, good. So Yeah, when do these ongoing effects activate? Uh, it would be ongoing um, as soon as the card is revealed the ongoing effect plays out for the entire chase turn. So if I draw a card, is that separate from it being revealed? Yes, the draw card, then draw the card goes into your hand that can then be played on the following turns. Okay. All right, so I will uh, still being distracted, uh, kind of in this, like, the roof of, of, a, of a window, or the, the, sorry, the roof, no, uh, the, the edge of a window, um, looking down at the orcs and everyone else trying to uh, chase towards me, um, I will just shout back uh, and I just try to mock them. Uh, to mock, uh, uh, sorry, I'm missing the team. Okay, Brunark. Uh, just say, You didn't get me before, you think you can get me now? You need to get a bit faster to, to do that, my friend. Now, Brunark. The, and that group is already distracted. Oh, or sorry. I think he specified the orcs. They're not distracted. Yeah, the orcs are they not, are not distracted. distracted. Okay, so I will. Um, uh, mm, yeah. So are you multi-actioning? Are you also going to take a chase action? 
I will also check, take a chase action. Yeah, because I have a plus two. Yeah, I will. I will multi action. Okay. Um, and I will say that to the orc brutes. I mean, they are like they seem like to be friends with Brunark, right? Or they seem to be like. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just like adjacent insults to the orcs. Okay. So yeah, go ahead and. Uh, so what's. Uh, I'm trying to mock them, so I don't know what what will that be. Uh, uh, I consider that intimidation. Intimidation, which I don't have. Okay, so that will be an untrained. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, uh, yeah, just let's do that for flavor. Uh, and that's uh, two action. That's minus two, minus two because of the. Ah, oh, but that's well, that's an ace. That's another ace. Uh, that is a four. Uh, and I can reroll uh, because of my uh, my killer instinct How? Uh, edge. True. Isn't that a... And there's actually an additional plus one from your ongoing effect, so that would have been a five. That would be a five, and I will just reroll just in case I get something better, uh, and I don't. So that would be a five. Okay, five. That is a spirit roll, and they get a. Five as well, so that's no change. So, oh, all right. Uh, I tried. They seem, they seem more focused on trying to get up the scaffolding that has turned into rough ground, keeping it from doing anything, to really even noticing what you're shouting on them. All right, uh, and I will. Okay, so I see them uh, not changing faces and just getting towards me and just ah, just trying to scatter off and keep running. Uh, so I have a, a minus two because of the two action bonus, but I have a plus two because of free runner, and I have a plus one because of uh, my card, I would guess. Yeah, uh, the ongoing plus, But that counts because I have that plus two because of the card. The card gives me a chase plus two. It will be also like yeah. in addition to that. So actually you're at so a plus five. A, I'm at plus five. Okay, that's quite a nice plus number. Plus five, so, minus two, so... Uh, plus three. No, make sure you put in plus five and then click the two actions for the multi-action. Okay, that's that's better. Uh, minus two. There we go. And that is a... Even with all the... Ah, and I also am distracted, so I get a minus two as well. Okay, I forgot about that. But yeah, uh, that's a six, and we keep that. It's, it's good for another chase token. Nice. And... Um... Discard your card if you have not already. Um, yeah. As we since, go to the last and final round. Yeah, since Dana got a joker discard and uh, once everyone's discarded, we shuffle the deck. Oh yeah, if you have, um, everyone can keep most one card, which I think nobody has more than one card anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, so still keep your card. Um, oh, I have I have multiple cards. I so have pick cards. one, pick, pick one and discard. Uh, the ones you don't want to keep. Okay, yes, I have the one that I, I have the one I played, I have the Joker, which I assume I can't keep. Um, the Joker should have been discarded because you already used it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I used, I actually used both of my cards, so I'm just keeping that superfluous one. Uh, yeah, you're good to shuffle the deck. Uh, I will do that. It's gonna take me a moment here. All right. Because if I reset the deck it's going to pull the cards out of your hand i believe you should be able to just grab the discard pile and shuffle that specifically mm -hmm. 
So this is a particular note, mostly to Torlin. This was the last round to collect chase tokens. Um, if you uh, don't end up with more tokens than your opponents, then uh, it then moves into an encounter. Well, that would be a shame. Can I spend a Benny for a new card? Um, yeah, I'll allow that. Uh, do I discard my current one or keep it before until you draw the... Discard it since you're... Well... Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. You can only you play keep, one, right? Yeah. Keep one or the other. Yeah, and I will... I'll discard... Uh, sorry, spend a Benny. There's your Benny. Uh, okay. That's uh, that's spicier than I intended to wind up with, but I did this <laughs> to myself. All right. Well, you could keep the original card if you wanted. Uh, I actually discarded the original one. But, you know, there's... there's the original a... one's the Ace of Hearts. Do you want the original one back? Um, no, I'm going to go with the gamble. I'm going to take the gamble that this card has. Okay. I'm feeling lucky, says the woman who just uh, critically failed a Joker roll. <laughs> I've revealed my card. It will require a. So Torlin has resolution. the Ace of Diamonds. Ooh. What's Truco have? Uh, I will play my card. Let me take a plate. There you go. Oh, you want to play? Spades. You wanted to reveal the card. Uh, not played. Yeah, okay, reveal. sorry. I'm fucking this up. Sorry. Uh, I don't know where it ends up if I play it. Is there something in the discard pile? I'm Guessing not that's... sure where it goes either. Uh, I see this card pile, so... Yeah, it's in the discard. Yeah. Oh, wow, did we all get aces this round? That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Ace of hearts, ace of diamonds, ace of spades. <laughs> you know, that ca- the suits kind of track to each of us as well. So Dana's got the yeah, ace of... We are. Dana's got the ace of hearts. So you all are going to go first with Truco going first because he's got spades. Um... Since you're okay. played, uh, you're staggered. Ongoing. Staggered. Anyone yes. who is wounded this round loses a chase token. Right. And I will. Truku's gonna. Um, given that he's quite well in terms of distance, um, he will uh, support Toran. Uh, Throwing, um, so throwing a rope that he finds inside of a, inside of a house and try to helps him get up uh, into a building, or uh, I would say, um, yeah, I guess that's the best I can do. That tracks. That works. Uh, sounds yeah. like an athletics uh, support role to me. All right, uh, athletics. Uh, yeah, is that? I'm guessing that's a straight roll. That's a quite a good roll. That's a 14, even though I'm distracted. I shouldn't be distracted. Actually, should you should I? not be distracted anymore. So that's a 16. 16. Uh, well, that's still more than anything. So uh, you absolutely find a rope. You throw it down, kind of, you know, target it right on where uh, Torlin is. So Torlin will have a plus two on his roll. Nice. That's my turn. And uh, so spades, hearts go next. So Dana would be next. Um, I want to discard your card so I can see it. 
Did I not? Oh, I just revealed it. Sorry. No, that's all right. One of the little funkinesses we gotta get used to. Yes. All right. Discard. And there we go. What's the point of revealing then? I thought you could see it if it's revealed. Yeah, but if it's revealed, I've got to scroll up through the chat window to find it. Uh, gotcha. Whereas yeah. on your turn, if you discard it, it's right down at the bottom. Uh, makes it easy for me to find. Gotcha. Yeah, so your card, cut them off. Yeah. You and one, one enemy of your choice make an opposed athletics roll as a free action. The winner draws two chase cards. Um, we can forego that because there are no more rounds, so any additional chase cards aren't going to matter. Uh, but chase roll is made at a minus two this round. All right. So I I have plus two from free runner, but negative one from getting tackled. So that takes me to a negative one on this on this chase roll. Yep. So come on, big money. Uh, that's a. Uh, Five. I'm gonna try. Um, remind me of the. Remind me of what matters in terms of who has the more or less chase tokens. What the conditions are for escaping. It, it, since you are the prey, you are yep. being pursued. It, as long as you have more chase tokens at the end of five rounds than these guards, you are gonna get a go free. You're All gonna right. escape and flee into the night. Sure, I'll risk a reroll. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a six. Seven. Actually, you should be at a, yeah, net minus one. So yeah. So, six slightly better, but not, not helpful. I want to spend one more Benny. I want to spend one more Benny. <laughs> That's famous words. I'm sticking with the seven. That was a two, two. That was really close. That was double twos. Yeah, that was very close. Yeah. A little close for comfort. So yeah, that's uh, one more chase token for Dana. Yeah. You've ended up with nine. The guards currently sit on five. It's it's looking good that you are uh, going to escape free. Torland. Yes. Uh, well, I'm trying to get lost in the crowd. All opponents must make a notice roll at minus two. If none succeed, I'll gain a chase token. And it won't be able to be attacked for the round. Nice. Those brutes are distracted. Ooh, there's mace on that. By my sharp wit. Oh, but he still succeeded. Despite even being distracted, they still got a six. So, yeah, I mean, you backed off and got some distance, but there wasn't enough to, you know, even though some crowds coming in, there wasn't enough for you really to uh, uh, break line of sight with them. All right. Well, uh, I better throw it all at this last chase rule, which is at a minus two with Drugo's support. Here we go. And it's a nine. There's an ace when you need it. It's a nine. That's good for two chase tokens. It is. Are you keeping it? I'm going to keep that. Wow, Michael holding on one roll. No bennies, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you do kind of like... Uh, so you were trying to get lost in the crowd, right? So you immediately just kind of like turn around and bolt into a large crowd. Um, however, they were so close on your heels, they see everybody kind of getting knocked away. So you're not doing a good job of like hiding in the crowd, um, but you have uh, like created some distance between you and them and they've got the crowd in between them. Uh, potentially so, uh, York's up first with the six of spades. They're going for the higher ground. 
Get a free reroll on one attack this turn. Um, they are trying to climb up to Truco. It's got a chase at plus zero. And that's a five. They gain some ground, um, but not enough. Um, I'm not going to spend my last penny. And then we got the guards next. Create a diversion. Drop two chase cards and add the hand. That's not going to help them. Um, they're running forward at this point, trying to catch up to Dana, who is uh, vastly outpacing them. They need, what, like a 16? Something like that? Something like that. And they crit fail. <laughs> um, you know, when you call oh, them, you call them. Yeah, so... Uh, Grit fell on a chase roll. They actually lost a token even, too. Um, so uh, we'll just say, actually, so that same guy that tackled you, you, like, you like got up that round and took off and bolted, um, uh, getting some distance. And uh, the diversion that actually happened was that guy's, like, turning around and stopping the guards, and they're like, look what she did. She just scattered all my words. This is not acceptable. You guys are supposed to be doing better work than this. And he's like chiding the guards and stuff like that, slowing them down to the point where um, they're not making much distance at all. Um, and it's at this point that you kind of like turn down uh, some of the bridges that are on the side of the cliff to go down and then duck into another like street alleyway that's in a cave further down below. Hey, remind um, me to send that merchant a muffin basket. <laughs> And then the last one, Bernick. He's got no way out. Oh, they can't even make a chase roll this turn. Um, start of your turn as a free action and make an athletics roll or discard your hand. Um, so bumping through that crowd, what has in fact actually done is just created this like tidal wave of bodies in front of them that they're not able to like get through and break free. And so they can't make a chase roll this turn. Um, Torlin escapes free. Um, so, awesome. uh, oh, this is again, one of, uh, it's my third chase I've run and this, using the chase deck. And it's the second one that came down to the very last round to see if people escaped. Um, mm -hmm. so all of you respectively, uh, escape your predicaments, um, find your, you, you all find your ways back to the crown and bell. Um, you know, winded and panting a little bit. Um, clearly looks like Dana with nine chase tokens. She gets back to the ship first, um, with kind of with patch and toe. Um, and you know, patch just kind of looks at, looks at you, Dana goes, well, well, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I start just kind of call it, I flag down the first crew member I see it's who now, who now have you seen Torlin and Truco? Uh, I have not. They've been out uh, out in the streets looking. I, I, I think Torlin talked about uh, trying to find out some more information about that shipwreck the other night. I, sure. I haven't seen him. And uh, Patch, stay here. Well, now come with me. And uh, yeah, I will start making my way back out onto the docks to. Um, and it's to at this point you see Torlin and, and Truco come jogging down the docks. <sighs> Come to Cliff Scrape, they said. You'll have a great time. It's an awesome place, believe me. But besides this, 
<laughs> I just run up and and grab Torlin's hand like, you two, come on, come on, let's... I don't know if we have to leave dock right now, but come on. As I was about to say the same thing. Do we have... Do we, can we set sail now? I don't... I don't know. Let's... You know, just kind of dragging everyone back up the gangplank onto the ship. Um, if somebody wants to spend a Benny, we can say that the crew is present and you you can take up. Otherwise, we're going to leave it up to a roll. Uh, I will just gladly leave it up Benny. to a roll. Go for it, Yeah, I will just have Benny. I will just have <laughs> I like uh, the chaos, but uh, mm. I will say Truco wants to desperately get out of Cliff at this point. Likes the yeah. chaos, but uh, Truco is a target in Cliff's Crate. Yeah, exactly. He's not the type of chaos that he wants. Yeah, I just start yelling at everyone to pull up the anchor, pull up the ladder, and uh, get us sailing. Yeah, I used to Truco like being more focused than ever in terms of like guiding people and say, no, you go there, you go here. Yes, no, we have to go now, now. Um. So in the in the calling out to see if all the crews on board first, of course, before you you go out, you know, fish fish guts does call and he goes. Uh, Conic Bar spoke to me this morning. And he's actually he's staying here at the cliff scrape. Good, I'm sure he'll fit in. Good for he him. found we himself a lass. Too bad for nice. her. I'm sure he'll fit in. <laughs> is is Lorena here as well? Yeah, Lorena. Okay, Lorena's good. on board. She. She kind of comes up on decks, looking at you, kind of seeing the chaos and the, and the hurries, and she just goes, she kind of just rolls her eyes a little bit. Lorena, just... I'm so glad that you're, I, I, I mean, sorry, I don't have time to do this. Uh, we need to go, sorry. I was, uh, nice to see you. I, I, what you're, what you did I lovely. allow myself to be talked into? <sighs> she just, she just kind of like huffs and just like, she puts up a hand to, to kind of stop you and she just turns around and walks back. Uh, it will only get better. And I would just keep. Do we have everybody aboard? Uh, where's that uh, gnomish fellow? Yeah, Patch is on board as well. And um, yeah, other than Conakbar, um, who's staying in Cliff Scrape, um, everyone else is accounted for and on the ship. Um, you guys did pur- purchase um, food stores. Uh, earlier this week and it is off you guys go and with that we will take our evening break welcome back so you so you all set sail so yeah you guys would have left on the 27th of ballroom then now i will kind of need to know at least in a general sense if you go to the map of corvair what kind of route are you taking to regalport because it's going to kind of determine how long it's going to take. Because uh, of course there is the super quick and direct route, which is through some a bit more treacherous waters or safer route kind of thing. So I, I kind of need an idea of the route you all are taking. Uh, so we could take uh, the route like between the Brine Mountains and Treglorn Island, right? Get near. I mean, it's your guys' ship. You can truly take any route that you want to. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just stating the options, right? So yeah, but which, uh, which road is which in terms of what we're encountering on the charts? That's essentially what I need to know. You guys are not necessarily going to know that. 
Uh, I mean, we have one option that would get us kind of close to Tidewater Rock, which I don't know if that's something that we want to. I, I think we should hold off on Tidewater Rock for the time being. Uh, no, not hold off. I mean, just passing by if that's a yeah, problem. Yes, it, it might be based on the stories we've heard. Yeah. They seem to be kind of like those little squirrels that get really mad if someone comes within their line of sight. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, uh, my vote both in and out of character is for the most direct route we can take. Uh, I would have to agree. We've spent a good amount of time here at Rickety's and now Cliff Scrape, and uh, the longer we spend south of, of the Wine Mountains, the more time we have for those fellas over in Actually, Chris to right. catch up with us. Um, everyone can give me, um, say either a boating or a common knowledge roll. And you know, we can always consult the harmonies. It's a tree, which I don't want The to harmonies is very short term in its duration. It's not going to tell you for a whole voyage. That will require oh, some of your true. deeper magic, Torlan. That's a nice roll for Dana. Yeah, that's a 14 on the boating for the captain as I'm looking over the charts and just and talking with uh, some of the former crew of the Majestic Griffin who might have sailed around these waters before. So, um, some information for you in planning your journey. Um, through the Straits of the Brine Mountains and Torlan Island is uh, fairly treacherous waters. It's actually, the, it's actually the route you guys took where you hit the storm that ended up shipwrecking you in Cliff's End um, in the first place. Uh, certainly passable, but uh, uh, has some risks to it. Far Channel is a primary shipping lane which certainly uh, in some sense uh, is good, but can also uh, potentially lead to uh, some more pirate activity is kind of known. Um, you know, around the uh, eastern side of, you know, Red Watch and Thrug and Speartip and Green Tarn, uh, it's a little less frequently traveled than through Far Channel. So, um, but as long as you don't head too far east um, into the Lazar Sea, you're not going to really touch on the Sea of Rage or anything like that. So uh, mm -hmm. that's like some general information that you have. Uh, you would actually see, though it's not necessarily the direct route, uh, heading between Tempest Island and Treglorn Island is a safer route to travel. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at here. Sail between Tempest and Triglorn out east into the Fever Sea along that uh, along that coastline, but you know, not following the coast that closely. Swinging up through, uh, yeah. This kind of route. Yeah. That's in the future. One of you can use the uh, little measurement tool. Oh. Just and if you hold down the control key, you can click waypoints. Okay. Just to make sure not to get stuck in this Bermuda's quadro game. <laughs> um, alrighty. So, so it's a 900 mile trip, huh? So that trip is, uh, it's about a week to Regalport. Um, you know, kind of following that route. Um, a little bit more than a week. So, um, uh, 
off you all sail. Yeah. All right. So I am interested in at least two people, uh, well, not at least two people, in two people uh, doing interludes specifically uh, uh, drawing around something that happens along this trek. You guys, so taking the trek option is, and you guys uh, setting up the narration of something that's happened along the way. I'm good for it. Anyone else? I don't have an idea yet. Well, the card, the card is gonna like suggest give you a general something. theme. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't know, Mike, Michael, if you yeah, want to, you? or uh, I go. Why don't you roll the cards so we know what we're dealing with? Uh, well, I kind of need to know who I'm gonna deal the cards to. I said I, I want the card come with me. Yeah, you can deal the card to all three, and we can then maybe decide. Huh. Okay, yeah, I'll just do that, and two of you go. So oh, what suits does everybody has? You just um, gave me an adventure card, not a um. Oh, not I did. I'll discard this one. Discard that adventure card then. It's unfortunate because it's way better than the one I had. <laughs> Such is life. Okay, there's an adventure card. Give it four of clubs. Clubs. We are looking at um, a hardship the party overcomes on your trip. Tragic death of a favorite extra, spoiled or lost supplies, a mechanical breakdown, abysmal weather, and so on. Um, but this I... is a hardship that you overcome. What kind of card do you, what suit do you have, Dana? I have the Jack of Diamonds, and uh, regardless of what you call it, I'm taking, I'm, I'm yeah, going for it. <laughs> uh, a difficult obstacle the group negotiates along the way. What's your suit, right. Truco? Uh, spades, six of spades. Six spades, same thing. A difficult obstacle the group negotiates along the way. Wait, so I'm so kind of sound like the, the same. Wait, what what did you have, Dana? Data got diamonds, so that's actually oh, diamonds, sorry. Diamonds. How the group found something that helped them along the way, such as an oasis, minor treasure, food or water, friendly locals, etc. I've got an idea for that. Um, potentially subject to veto, but I've got an idea for that. Yeah, I'm good to go whenever. Maybe give Chuko and Torlin time to go. So I think uh, right. Dana can go first. All right. So you said it's uh, it's a little over a week sail to Regalport. Correct. Um, as long as weather holds and everything goes well, you should arrive in Regalport. Um, sometime on the evening of the 6th of Therendor. All right. <clears throat> so, in a, it's not always smooth sails on a voyage like this, but we've, we've tried our best to hold everything together. And, well, on the, of the day five or so, Kind of in the evening, we were swinging around, swinging, just coming up around, uh, actually, yeah, on the sixth, on the sixth day, coming up around the tip of Red Watch, almost have Green Tarn in sight, and, uh, wouldn't you know it, there's, there's sails on the horizon, and, uh, that's always a cause for some alarm, especially when we can't make out who the ship belongs to. Um, but 
they put out some signals, uh, who now at the helm took the signals, and where is, where is the information I'm looking for? Um, I'm sorry, I completely lost my train of thought. Let me remind you of the uh, interlude, Diamonds. Yes, please. Uh, the group found something that helped them along the way, such as an oasis, minor treasure, food or water, friendly locals, etc. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> so, yeah, sails on the horizon. Couldn't immediately uh, recognize the ship, but they they sent out some signals, and wouldn't you know it, it was old Captain, um, old Captain Serena. She's uh, with the um, she's with the Dire Sharks. Drank with her, you know. I drink with her when I'm in Port Verge, and well, it's good to see a friendly face along the way. Um, we she crossed over to the to the ship for a bit, and uh, very kindly. Uh, helped point some stuff out on the on the charts to make for an easier egress uh egress that's the wrong opposite an easier arrival into regal port kind of giving us a sense of the uh the shoals and channels and what to avoid and she also um exchanged a little bit of information um and this is the part you might you might veto DM's call. She brought with her news that she'd been in Port Verge oh, just about a month ago, and there was someone asking about me. Um, yeah, and some elven woman with a long black braid swapping war stories and uh, and asking about me. Well, that might come in handy. Might not. Might not be there anymore. But either way, we've got good charts for uh, for the waters around Regal Port now, and I'm sure they'll come in handy. So much thanks to Serena. Had a had a lovely evening. Had a fish guts got to cook a fantastic meal because she shared some ingredients as well. They've had a successful voyage. Serena is very good at what she does, and. We parted ways. She was a little coy about where she's off to next, just that she's got some some things to take care of. But that's Serena for you. And we continued on to Regalport. It's nice seeing a friendly face and uh, and an old friend. Okay. And um Chuko or Torlin wanted to go? I do have a an an idea of an interlude. I don't know. You go for I it. I go for it. Okay. Uh, maybe it doesn't have much to do with the check your chat, Michael. In Zoom chat. Uh, the the Zoom chat. Yeah. Go go no. for it, Truco. All right. Now I was thinking because uh, this is practically the first time he uh, Truco goes for kind of a somewhat of a leadership role, given that he's the the rig master, I believe. No, the the boatswain, right? That's the name. Um, so he and I believe they are currently, given that they are, I mean, Connacht Bar is gone as a as a rigger, so 
as gone uh, but there he has five people uh as there are five riggers actually um at the crown and bell right um so he's kind of struggling uh to to give directions to start like um understand how to give commands um maybe being some issues like no you no don't don't say not set the sail just close it no no that not and it's like half uh, half a sail just goes another another direction it's it's a mess but, but that's what you said no but that that's not the the, the opposite of what i said do the opposite how am i supposed to do the opposite of what you said aren't i supposed to do what you say i know i i just wait a moment and i would just uh run towards uh, uh maybe uh and you can see it's, it's one of the new guys the guys that you rescued in the sea uh ren he's just kind of like puts his head in his hands just like oh my. Um, he's just shaking his head right and he he's gonna uh, probably after that situation maybe maybe later after trying to resolve it somehow, uh, he's gonna go towards um, Dana and Torland at one point, maybe in an evening, uh, on, on whatever situation, maybe I'm looking at the chart and just finding the best route again, looking at. And I'm just saying, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm not made for this. It's, it's I, I mean, I want to, but it's it's it's. Um, I don't know what to, what? what to say to to them, uh, like the boatswain, like giving orders and stuff, and just just shouting things to people. I don't want to. It's like I don't want that for myself. Why would I want them to, to, to do that on others? Um, I mean, that's not the oh, boat raised breath. I thought you said you were going to leave as well. No, no, no. That, I'm just, I'm taking up the challenge. I'm taking. It. I like I like it, the idea, but uh, I don't know. What's Maybe Dana, you you seem to be quite capable of, of leadership uh, status. So, can you give me like something to work with? I don't know what to, to say to them. Uh, the riggers aren't know. the riggers aren't listening to you. They're talking back. Uh, I think yeah, they are talking back. Uh, I mean, they're talking back <laughs> in a, in a more in another sense of the phrasing. But yeah, yeah, they're talking back. Uh, I might have given some strange orders at points. Maybe, maybe that's nah. That can't be why. But yeah, you know, sorry. I see. I see. And Dana, Dana gets a bit of a, a knowing smile at that. Um, well, Truco, um, I I had some command privileges during the war, and I served under some fantastic commanders. And if there's one thing I learned that I'm bringing it on as the captain of this ship. It's that uh, if if you lead your people a little off because you're having a bad day and it happens to everyone, problem is you're the one who has to take the hit for it. But that doesn't mean you have to step back. It means you have to wake up tomorrow and go back to those rigors and do what you know and what you know my friend is how to work the sails you know how to work the lines i know it's a little strange for you to um to be in a position of authority but don't worry about that part yet focus on on teaching them 
to do what you do because I think you know how to teach and if they do get out of line in such a way you can't manage if they are talking back that's a problem for the captain so you send them to me yeah I don't think they're, they're uh, yeah they're, they're, they're a good group uh, I might have yeah I think you're right I, I might have hor- forgotten how rigging works maybe I don't know being... not no no I did and of course I did no there's that, that, that a joke but um now I did that's like to put myself I, I like that to put myself to maybe maybe seeing them as myself like copies of myself and seeing them working and just like being proud of myself for being like working on the rigging and being like multiple versions of me and maybe maybe I can picture that right and maybe I can oh, just that's... like yeah, that's maybe that's a good range. I'll I'll be honest, but you know what? If that's what helps, I mean, I think... can, then I can feel confident on them, right? It's like, oh, just, like, just you can do it, right? It's it's a good and just just oh maybe maybe not that maybe just feeling that they can become me if I teach them how to, right? There you go. Don't if it's uncomfortable and it's messing you up. Don't think of yourself as the boss yet, though you're going to have to eventually. Think of yourself as the teacher. So I think you know how to. Right. I think you know how to teach your skills and tell people what you know. A teacher, Truco the teacher. I know how that sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will. You know, how uh, how bad is the is the situation in the rigging? Anything uh, good there? No, don't worry, don't worry about it. There's like half a sail, and and it's like in play. But then I will I will take care of it. Just I will I will just what you tell me. So wait wait for a moment, and I will just go back and fix the mess. Uh, just giving more, more orders and trying to uh, uh, express more of my knowledge as a former rigger, or still being a rigger and maybe helping them uh, in a more proper manner, right? Uh, so yeah, and and that would be like kind of a mini arc of Truco being a better Botswain. Excellent, Benny's to both of you. Um, I'll also just be aware of. Um, it's not just the rigging that the boatswain is in charge of. It's pretty much the seaworthiness of the ship. So the sails, oh, yeah. the rigging, the okay. anchors, and all that kind of So, um, yeah, just, just for additional information. Okay. Be Thank more you. than so just That would be like a, f- a first introduction to boatswain, this boatswain position, and then expanding on that uh, with the whole yeah, ship. Absolutely. Um, so, Dana, one of the things you notice actually as well is. Uh, uh, on the third day and stuff like that, you know, Sade had, had originally been assigned to day shift. Um, and you don't see her on day shift. Instead, you see Shastron uh, on day shift. And, he, you know, he's uh, <clears throat> every day he's asking, you know, if he could, you know, can he be the runner and help, help you out, you know, communicate with any officers, anything needs, and, you know, anything needs to be done. Just let me know. I'm more than happy to help out. Would love to, um, you know, make your job easier. Uh, has it seemed these past few days on the ship like he's been doing his job better? Because last time, boy, in Cliff's Grape, I was real disappointed with him dropping the ball. <clears throat> I mean, as far as you can tell, uh, he he was originally on the night shift, so uh, you hadn't noticed too much. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard yep. any reports otherwise. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you, Shastrin. It's good to... Uh, it's good to keep this ship running. It's a, it's a big task. Thank you. Um, thanks for signing on. And did, didn't you, didn't your sister used to work the runner shift? 
I mean, we talked and, you know, she, she's just, she's really a night owl. So she works best with the night shift, you know? And so I just let her know I would take the day shift for her. So she, you know, since she's a night owl, she's just more effective then. So, you know, thought I'd help out her and help out the crew as well. So, you know, it just seems like a win-win situation. I'm, I would like to roll notice and spirit on myself. Uh, and, um, what, I mean, you're allowed to roll whatever you want on yourself. I don't know what you would roll a notice for on yourself. No, I guess um, um, I'm looking for, for past failouts or evens on how oblivious Dana is to Shastrin's other intentions. Um, um, I think that would probably be more... I mean, I think spirit makes sense with any appropriate penalty you deem to see how clueless she is of being flirted with. Yeah. Um... I'm going to give a negative two on that. I mean, it seems appropriate because the, the fact that you're even asking for a role tells me that she's not real astute in this regard anyways. She's very inexperienced. Um, what do we got? Uh, that's a four. That's a that's a pass. So. Um, so you certainly have noticed at least that he is, uh, he seems to be very attentive to you. Uh, in a way that, I mean, you're new to the captain thing, so you don't necessarily yeah. know, but uh, he does seem to be attentive in a way that you kind of read a little bit more than a regular sailor probably is. You're not completely sure what it's about. Um, I mean, he could just be a really nice guy, um, you know, but yeah. All right. Uh, you, know, you two never did tell me really what, uh, how you wound up in Rickety's. We're not, uh, you have any old friends or people we should know about in Regalport? <laughs> I don't know. I pictured that in my head. I mean, you didn't say anything, but I'm giving you a Benny for that. Uh, All I right. Give, um, I give, yeah, hey, would you spend one of those Benny's Torlin? I gave you a Benny Torlin instead of Truco that first time. Um, yeah. Um, um, I think I might just keep it. <laughs> uh, so I will see. Yeah, you uh, you know the the way you two were so were so quick to crew on with us. Look, I, I, I sure. I, I mean, we we've been at Ricky's for a while. I mean, you know, so it's just just time to check out something different. Um, yeah, I mean, no nobody in particular. What do you mean nobody in particular? Like I like I said, are you are you two in trouble? No, no. Okay. I mean, you look, you know how easygoing Rickety is. Who could be in trouble with Rickety? I mean, if you don't pay Rickety, you might be in trouble with Rickety. But I mean, other than that, he's honorable. And he's good. Nobody nobody's in trouble with Rickety. Okay. Um, I'll I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <clears throat> um. I just kind of uh look at him awkwardly because no one's calling me away to do anything but i don't really know how to politely end this conversation and i get the impression he wants something <laughs> and so i'll just say uh was there something else you needed uh, just, just let me know if there's any messages or anything you need to care to, you know i'm ready to do do the running for you and make sure the ship's running tip top uh, yeah could could you please get torlin for me ask him to uh come to my cabin Yep. Um, and so that'll end that. Yeah. Um, 
So, um, you know, the night before that you met uh, Serena, um, you three were kind of, you three were at a moment sitting down in the galley, um, or actually kind of up on deck, uh, chatting about the route you guys are going and, uh, you know, what's your, uh, actually, we'll do this because this will help me out as DM. So you three are on the top deck, you know, the, about five nights in, so about two days out from Regal Port. Um, and the three of you, it's in, it's in the early evening. Uh, the sun's going down behind the horizon. And, um, you know, there's some nice play the light out. And you three are together uh, up at the helm, uh, chatting about w- what you plan to do once you get to Regal Port. Well, <clears throat> well gentlemen, we've, uh, we've still got that guest in the brig I intend to deliver to Hope, I'm hoping Roger Wanderin's interested. I think he. I still think he will be interested to hear about that kind of cloud reaver activity uh, happening right under his nose. They've they've violated a truce. They've violated a card. That came out wrong. Um, and yeah, we need to. It'll certainly be an interesting conversation. Yeah. You think that you're gonna. Ask him about uh, finding some crew, or any of the purposes that we have in, in mind. Well, I thought I thought that was uh, I thought that was something you had in mind for Regalport, looking for a uh, for Hirsch and the Unlucky, and hopefully. Oh yes, runs. I certainly do, but uh, I'm sure that no. the prince might have some leads as well that he'd be happy to supply us with as a part of. Uh, what I'm looking for for is an alliance, at least some support in this area. I, uh, I, I think he's one of us. What do you mean with that? One of us? Come on, surely, surely you've heard about it being the Lazar long enough, and even before that. Think about it, Truco. Why? Why? In Kyber, would Roger Weinern, of all people, be invited to a seat at the Treaty of Thronehold when not even Orgev or any of the other heirs of Seer were invited? He claims he claims he's a Weinern. King Boronel's first wife, his beloved, the love of his life, was a Seer and noblewoman. You get where I'm going with this? He's, he's a trying... He's looking at the same goals he's, as us. He's got to be what I'm. I'm just saying, Boronel, Queen Joseva, and now we have this guy who claims to be blood, and no one ever disputes it. Not even the king. I think. I think that he's their kid. I think he's the prince. I think he's actually the prince. I think. I think he's one of us, and I think he might already be trying to do the same thing we are. And out of character, this is uh, one of Dana's crackpot rumors about the Lazar that she absolutely believes is true that we were asked to provide at the... Dana wouldn't say it's a crackpot rumor. So why, why are you clowning judgments that way? It's, it's a rumor that Dana believes. <laughs> well, Dana, I think that I've, uh, I've, I've heard this one before. Uh, uh, from the lips of a drunken sailor to it at one of the at that bar in Regalport he is sure that it's not just Riger employing 
bards to spread his name around in a way that puts him in a positive light, achieves some aim that he might have. So why would, if, if he were angling for that, why would he spread a rumor that he was heir to a broken, dead nation that the rest of the four nations have thought for over a hundred years is theirs for the trouncing. Doesn't make sense. I have no idea, but uh, to be honest, all of this... I mean, I can't keep my own family tree straight. How do you expect me to keep the, the royal look, family? Look, all I'm saying is um, there's there's no need to push this particular issue with Roger. All I'm saying is when we bring him Alagra and tell him what we're up to, he might be a potential ally. Potential ally. You're saying, all right. You know, Patch, I, I don't believe he has any relation to House Civis, but he is a gnome. He might be able to help us untangle this web. What web? It's it's obvious. Like, <laughs> it's not very obvious to me. <laughs> you just you. I mean, I'm usually. I mean, if if he is a potential ally, that's that's a good. That's a good thing. Uh, a good thing. I mean, I don't. I'm. I'm on Tolan's side, but it's an interesting story, nonetheless. He'll believe, he'll believe our cause. I'm sure of it. Yeah. All right. So we first uh, give Lagra to this. Uh, get the custody of Lagra to this person, right? Then what? We search for more crew. I'm guessing. That's or, or mm. more sirens. Basically, Harlan, where did you, where, where did you last hear we should be looking for Hershen? Uh, well, you know, Regalport is a, it's a pretty large city, and we've been stuck aboard a ship for a month. The rumor was that he was at that DM. What was the name of the tavern? Ah, uh, I forget. Um, the salty one. The tavern. Yes, no, that's that the one. one. That's the one that you guys got press ganged in. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, you were planning on meeting Hersham at that tavern during the evening? Okay, yeah, then it's the Salty Dog that's and the right. Baron. The Salty Dog and the Baron? I haven't heard any more rumors about Hersham because, well, we've been aboard ships. Oh. You know the rest of the story. It, I suggest that we start there. It's as good a place as any. If he's found a regular place, he feels safe. That's it. Um, I have... I have a friend in in Regalport who works the docks. He might be he might be able to to keep an ear out, and we'll see what happens next. Yeah. So uh, a couple things of note. Um, one, I haven't done anything with Lagra during this whole time really because um, you know during the whole mutiny and everything that happened, you got the manacles that Lagra had and. Uh, I think I mentioned this. I might not, might not be sure, but uh, either Torlin or Russ would have figured out that they were—they're actually magical. Ma yeah, mind yeah, control. Referred to as manacles of compliance. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So even though Logger is kind of able to resist it, sometimes there's not all the time. So you know, the reality is you guys have had a lot of control over keeping Logra fairly tame. Um, so I haven't bothered with any interactions there necessarily. Um, uh, Yes, Regalport is a large city. Uh, my Ebron, I've I've kept a very large distance, but I've also increased the population stuff. So I think normally 
Regalport has like 5,000 or less people, but actually uh, in this one, Regalport has close to 20,000 people in it. Um, okay. So uh, it's still small in terms of cities, uh, but it is pretty sizable and again, the biggest one in the Lazar by far, um, by a large amount. Um, so there's just a couple notes to point out. So kind of, you know, as this conversation is kind of winding, winding down in the sense that you guys have changed directions a little bit and talking about stuff. Uh, Sundara uh, comes up to the quarter deck um, where you three are at and kind of hesitantly approaches. Um, everybody give me a notice roll. And um, that's a 10 for Chugo. I have so many aces for a 16. <laughs> yeah. Dana has. Oh, I'll. Uh, Dana has hmm. a two and lots of bennies, but I'm going to keep the two and roll with the story that she is just so into this excitement about finally getting to to blow the lid off this whole business with Roger secretly being well, King Bornell's bastard son. Actually, it's not just that. It's you have been, um, again, this is your first captaincy, like really quite literally now. I mean, yeah. you've just like taken a day to get to Rickety, taken a day to get to Cliff Scrape. I mean, yeah. this is your first time on open water. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at this point, you picked up uh, for seven or eight new crew members in Cliff Scrape. So it's a new crew and everything like that. So you've been very focused on the ship and um, uh, yeah. Pretty oblivious. Truco, you have kind of noticed um, that Sundara, uh, I mean, because you've worked, even though she hasn't been a rigger, uh, you've worked enough with her on uh, the Majestic Griffin and the Storm Reaver um, that you have noticed over the last five days, your time since you've left Cliffscrape, that um, though she's been doing her duty, her heart really kind of hasn't been in it um, a whole lot. And um, Torlin, I mean, you collect stories and you watch people and you, you know, you look at things, to, you know, find stories. You've really kind of noticed that she has seemed um, uh, distant, not really present, and uh, what you would consider sad. Well, I'd go and talk with her um, and well, she try and find out what's on her yeah, mind. Yeah, she she approaches you three and. Uh, she kind of comes up and you you certainly in this moment you definitely notice that you know um and it's not like a real obvious sadness it seems to be something that she's probably trying to hide or mask or something like that but you have noticed it um and um she says i'm, I'm glad you three are here because you know i wanted to speak with you because um you know there's a lot that's happened over the last month and a half or something um and i've you know i she kind of looks at you, Dana, and goes, you know, I appreciate this this space that you let me have here on the ship. Um, you know, but I come here this evening to really see, you know, Regal Port is my home. And I think it's, you know, I, tr I tried to do the seed to do my dad's good, and it's uh, not quite what I expected uh, or maybe quite what I hoped. Um, so I think it's it's uh, time for me to depart once we get into Regal Port. So. You wouldn't be the first, you're not the first person who's uh, tried something, tried a new path and discovered it wasn't the one they were meant to take and you won't be the last. Um, you'll be you'll be let off in, at port with your pay. And um, fair winds and following sails to you. 
I mean, but, uh, I'll give you a notice check, Torlin, since you got the three aces, the, the three raises. Yeah, I mean, it's sad to see you go, Cinder. You got helpless so much. Um, I should make an, another. Yeah, notice make another check? notice roll. What was the What was the first one? Uh, that's a two. I'll spend a penny on it. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad uh, that we are five. going to your home. Saying that. It doesn't have to do with uh, that hat. I don't. Dana, did you ever give that back to her once Ruskell left? You know, it was hers originally. I've kind of assumed Ruskell gave it to Dana, so I've been assuming Dana has been wearing it. Is that an incorrect assumption? Uh, that is not an incorrect assumption. So yeah, actually, Dana's been wearing the hat. <laughs> well, Torlin says that out loud. Okay. Wow. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what he thinks should uh, should probably happen. So yeah, uh, you do notice kind of in this moment, uh, Torlin, that she's um, you kind of get the sense from what you've been seeing in the last couple of days and everything like that that um, there's more to her story that she's not sharing. I uh, I at Torlin's rebuke, I take uh, I take my hat off and hold it out and say. It was passed on to me, but wasn't given to me. So you're more than welcome to have it back, should you like. No, not at all. I uh, that was oh. a gift for saving my life. Um, Indeed, though. Um, you know, I if, do. If, if if Russ in turn then gave it to you, it, it's his I, to give. I don't mean to pry, but you say Regalport's your home. Yes. That's not what you told me. A month and a half ago, and I um, I appreciate that everyone has their secrets. <laughs> Host knows I, was, I have my share. I was taken by the Cloud Reavers in Elysium, but my home is Regalport. Your father is not in Elysium. My father's dead. I see. So, do you think that you'll give up the the lifestyle that you're pursuing? I mean. Ruskell had told us about that spirit that you had, about uh, <clears throat> trying to make it out here on the high seas. Well, we never really got to any of the actual action yet. I know it's just been a lot of... You see her at the... Uh, there's been some excitement. You see her at the mention of Ruskell take a deep sigh, and she says, you know, there's just... Um, this may just not be the, the right place for me. The... Does Dana have any feminine intuition about that one? You can give me a notice roll. Give me a notice roll. Got an 11. Yeah, the success with the raise there. Your feminine intuition is telling her that, um, you know, I, again, kind of like Torland, that there's more to the story that she's not talking about. Um, and your sense is that it has to do with Russ. Uh, I... I nod slowly and say uh, we and and more to the story um i would say that there's um uh clearly some sadness um or disappointment or you know uh longing kind of comes up when when russ is spoken about we we will miss him he um i i haven't shared this with the crew but i know you two were friends um he has he has gone back to uh he has had word that his fiance survived the morning he has gone to find her um, and with in his if i were in his position i would have done the same 
Yes, I, I, I'm aware of that. Very well. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what else there is. Son. I'm playing an adventure card. I'm fed up with this. Oh. Get a clue. I get some sort of information about the GM about uh, what's going on in a scene here. Yeah, I also because love like said there's there's more information that wasn't obvious to us. I also love I that the art of the card. It's like one of like those like twenties something movies of a woman just talking to a detective in a black and white. Play this card for advice from the game master on how to resolve a current predicament or problem. And the predicament here is that we're about to lose our healer over lovesickness, it seems. Uh, yeah, that's pretty accurate. She, uh, I mean, the only, I mean, spell it out explicitly. Um, she definitely seems, uh, a little naive. Maybe. Yeah, for, perhaps, but she seems disappointed that Russ went off, uh, for another woman, essentially. Um, she she had hopes um, and staying aboard this ship kind of uh, reminds her of those hopes in a way that she's uh, not, uh, she's not ready to deal with at this point. So, so she may get onto another ship at another time, but uh, she certainly doesn't want this ship with, with memories. So that's all the clues are evidence in the particular scene. <laughs> So, there's no way to resolve this predicament. I mean, Torlin is apparently very astute about relationships and how they affect people. <laughs> He's very astute that anything he will say will probably be putting his foot in his mouth. So, and with that, that evening, and she uh, bid you farewell. Uh, the next evening, you all meet with Serena and have... Uh, you know, dinner on the ship over and fish guts gets to prepare some some good food and whatnot. Um, and on the and in the uh, in the evening uh, of the six of Therendor, uh, the crown and bell uh, finds itself beginning to enter the uh, port of Regalport, the home of the Sea Dragon Principality. And with that, we will end our session tonight. I'm Ellie. As Captain Dana. Uh, Ernesto here with Truco. Thank you for watching. For reading, <laughs> hearing, listening. Sorry. Yes, this is, this not is my toward one. And I am your Dungeon Master, Philip. We'll pick up mm -hmm. the start of next session uh, as you guys enter into Regalport. So with that, I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. Um, we appreciate everybody who listens in and uh, contributes in the little community that's grown up around. Uh, appreciate that. Thank you and good night. Night. I hope you're not secretly watching. <laughs> no, yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Ellie, for verifying.